Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, just a heads up. This story contains some profanity that is unbeeped. And when you hear it, you'll understand why. It has to do with the handle for an Instagram page that caught my attention last month. It's called, Look at this fucking street. That's with an N, no G. It's a pretty blunt way to present an Instagram page. But if you've ever driven on the many banged up and busted streets in New Orleans, chances are you've probably said something to that effect. The bio section of the page says, quote, Not another New Orleans pothole account, documenting the cracked and sinking streets of the Crescent City. When you poke around the page, that description is accurate. There's plenty of pictures and videos of the bad streets around here. There's also a lot of witty writing and funny music highlighting a pretty sad state of affairs. Look at this fucking street currently has more than 84,000 followers, and counting. For comparison, two local TV news personalities really active on Instagram have 56,000 and 13,000 followers respectively. Not bad for a page about shoddy streets. But it's more than just the numbers. As I scrolled from the older posts to the more recent ones, I noticed there was a sort of evolution. The posts were getting responses and even some action from some of the city departments responsible for maintaining the streets. That's something everyday citizens fed up with potholes often never get. I was curious about who's behind the page and how it created such a strong following. I sent the account a DM. That's a direct message for those not familiar with social media. The creator agreed to meet me for an interview, but under one condition. The person didn't want me to reveal their name. And here's why. I joke that it's because I don't want the sewage and water board to raise my water bill any more than they already have. In reality, I just think the page is more effective that way. You know, it's, I think that part of the success of the page is that it's, it's sort of, it has a little bit of character sprinkled in there, but it's basically documenting the, the streets and it's, it's without a single personality, if that makes sense. When I met the man behind the Instagram account, look at this fucking street, he was wearing shorts, a t-shirt, and a ball cap. Since we agreed to keep his name out of the story, I'm going to call him The Beard, which he sports. I'm not sure what The Beard does for a day job, but I could easily see him as a hip chef who drinks out of mason jars and makes his own kimchi. Who knows? But what I can tell you is he does have a real job, and balances that with a baby he and his wife recently welcomed into the world. His other baby, so to speak, is the Instagram account with enough followers that it's almost on par with some local news stations. But unlike traditional news, the beer doesn't see his Instagram page as some altruistic outlet. It all started pretty simply in November of 2019. 
I used to drive around the city a lot for work and I would, especially in the Bywater, you know, I'd turn onto a street and be like, holy shit, look at this fucking street. Like it was just gone. There would just be no street or there would be a massive pile of gravel in the middle of the street. So I found myself backing around corners and driving down one ways. And, you know, I just thought that as I kept saying, look at this fucking street, I, I kept thinking, wow, that's a great, like, name for an Instagram account. It wasn't necessarily a personal issue. I mean, it wasn't like you had uh, some bad construction outside of your house and you, you woke up and you said, look at my fucking street. Um, it was really just kind of collectively kind of seeing stuff around you. Yeah, and I, I think like most people in the city, I've had my fair share of problems with 311 and sewage and water board, um, but that was not the explicit impetus i'm one of these people who takes a photo of things around town and you know it'll sit in my thirty thousand photos on my phone and i might never do anything with it but it's like i i'm just constantly snapping and so when i first started the page it was just photos that i would post that i had collected over time of various places you know mainly potholes at that time now it's mainly road work and flooding and things like that a lot of it was just wanting to share my daily experience of like, again, look at this fucking street, just the desperation of like living in New Orleans, having to drive around New Orleans, slamming into potholes. I, I expected to get a few hundred followers, some friends, make people laugh, have some funny comments. I am not going to say that I had a grand vision for this thing that I laid out ahead of time, but um, it has been really eye-opening to see how many people connect with this. That connection came quick. Within a week of the page going live, the Beard says other Instagram users started sending him photos and videos. Now he typically gets between 50 to 100 pictures and videos a day. He showed me some which he featured on the page. One thing I get a lot of is people standing, you know, knee deep or waist deep in in potholes. Um, those are <laughs> alarming, but. Uh, something you shouldn't try at home for sure yeah don't try that at home here's a good example of what people are dealing with in terms of flooding this guy has built a, a bridge from his um his front porch to the middle of the, or his front walkway to the middle of the street so that he can get to his car um because there's flooding after a rainstorm let's see this is a ups uh, for some reason ups fedex amazon USPS trucks are constantly stuck in the streets. Um, this one was funny because she asked me to post it and then asked me to remove it so she didn't get in trouble, but then she saw how much traction it was getting and she asked me to tag her again. <laughs> uh, a lot of geysers, good geysers. Um, so this one is the tallest one I've ever seen. It's probably, what, 100 to 200 feet in the air. It's impressive. During one of the storm scares in the last couple of years, the page briefly brushed up against a weatherman icon. This woman in Algiers on Eaton Street dresses up her her sewage and waterboard cone, so like every month. So this one is dressed as, um, well, hold on. There's he, She got a lot of heat. She dressed it as uh, Jim Cantori, who responded to the post. Welcome, Jim Tent Cantori. And people in the comments were like, don't welcome him, like... That's You're going to jinx us, yeah. Jim Cantori responded, though? Yeah, yeah. What did he say? Said, here, let me, uh, I might have to show you from my... Okay. Now here it is. I tagged him in it, and he said, how thoughtful. And I said, 
she decorates the pothole every month with something new, and he said, "See you soon, LOL." <laughs> let's let's That's, not publish that. One. I said, "Keep let's just keep it cat two or or less, okay." <laughs> Considering attention spans nowadays and the constant demand for what social media lights call compelling content, the page eventually branched out. One video on the page shows a traffic light flashing out of control. There's one video that got 2 million likes on, or views on TikTok. This is the light on Claiborne and Tulane that's still <laughs> going to this day, and I just put it to sandstorm, uh, and it somehow just synced up perfectly. The pics in videos can be entertaining, but collectively, they reflect a real issue for many people. Consider this post from June. This is the trench the city dug up at the 2300 block of Governor Nichols, about the same time the Russians invaded Ukraine. It's been uh, almost uh, going on six months. I don't know what their excuse is, but uh, clearly thick grass is now growing on it. You heard the man reference the Russian invasion of Ukraine. That was back in February. It's an example of how some people in New Orleans have reluctantly come to live with the length of road construction. Or the fact that a pothole or sinkhole is so deep that when it's filled up with water, they decide to put on bikinis and test out the impromptu pool. If you don't believe me, check out the posts from April 28th and May 10th of this year. As the saying goes, you have to laugh to keep from crying. And maybe what the beard is doing is putting a comedic yet necessary light on some glaring problems. Was there, a, was there a certain point where you realized, was there a certain level of followers that you said, wow, this is, A, something I didn't expect, but this has really taken a life of its own? I wouldn't say there's like a set number or anything, but, but the turning point was really where there were a few posts where 311 or Roadwork NOLA commented on the post or reached out and were like, where is this? There was one specifically that I remember that was actually not pothole related. It was like a ton of syringes all over the ground uh, in the bywater. Um, and the Department of Sanitation like messaged me. They, they messaged the person. They immediately were like, where is this? We need somebody to go clean this up like right now. They were like, we have people on the scene, but we can't find it. Before the page was getting all this attention, the Beard says 311 and Roadwork NOLA were, in a way, his nemesis. 311 is the city's main line when a citizen has a non-emergency issue. Roadwork NOLA is the combination of the city's public works department and the sewage and water board. Together, they're currently responsible for executing a $2.3 billion overhaul of the aging and often fragile infrastructure in New Orleans. Really, my goal when I was first posting, I, I figured they were just going to block me. Like the S Sewage and Water Board, Roadwork NOLA, uh, City of New Orleans Instagram accounts, I would tag them every day. I would post one or two times a day, tag them, and I just figured my goal was just just to be blocked by the Sewage and Water Board. Um, and, and originally, they were removing the tags daily uh, on Roadwork NOLA. Um, just removing the tags. So I'd post it in the morning. By the afternoon, it wouldn't be there anymore. Um, and so, so so that was kind of, you know, I, I was being irritating. And now we have actually a pretty good working relationship. The Roadwork NOLA uh, Instagram account updates people in the comments. They'll ask me for cross streets. Of course, the rough road conditions in New Orleans predate Instagram, and the Internet for that matter. Back then, people had to call City Hall, 
go to city council meetings, or raise hell with public works to get some kind of response for whatever was affecting their neighborhood. When that didn't work, they sometimes called the TV station to get the city's attention. One particular local reporter, Bill Capo, made a career out of it. During his 37 years in TV news in New Orleans, he was known as the action reporter. If there was a pothole problem, an overpass where trucks constantly got stuck, or maybe a sidewalk that was impossible for a disabled person to navigate, Bill got the call. His action reports would air on the evening news. And a few days later, he'd have the follow-up story on how it got fixed. That was Bill Capo and his action reports. In 2022, there's the beard and the look at this fucking street account. But that comparison might be unfair. I would not want to be vain enough to think that like it's really enacting change, especially in, in, in every post or, or anything like that. I do think that there's there's a there are instances where myself posting it and then the community tagging people and sharing and everything has built up enough attention around something to where it got fixed and and sometimes promptly there was a car stuck in a pothole on Poydras on the way to work the other day and it had open 311 tickets that and it had been reported people are like that thing's been there for six months and this car was stuck with its back wheels off the ground then in the comments later that afternoon, Roadwork Nola says, you know, tags Sewerage and Waterboard. They're on it. Sewerage and Waterboard responds, all done. Thumbs up. They, they fixed it. They probably filled it with gravel. But nobody's going nobody's gonna to fall into it anymore that day. So that feels really good. But, you know, I'm still just a guy posting on Instagram uh, of, of potholes in my mind. That may be so, but the beard finds himself considering things that traditional newsrooms often take on, like what story or topic should be covered. That's something I think about a lot is like trying not to make it too negative. I'd say I get sent a lot of content like of car accidents, of burning cars, fire, house fires sometimes that I just don't post. I feel like they're outside of the, the purview of the, the page. And also, I just think that they're sort of bad for morale, even though they are newsworthy. In the age of social media, a constant dilemma for journalists, or just somebody who enjoys posting from their couch, is how much to engage with critics in the comments. On the Beards page, one user questioned if joking about all the potholes and construction would make people and the city take it less seriously. So that particular exchange... Um, they're saying, you know, the more we joke about this, the easier it is for, for the city to Lash shrug off. off. Yeah. And I can understand that reasoning. Um, I would argue that if that's the case, then we've got a bigger problem. What, what I responded to them was like, you know, I really don't think that that's the case here because here's, here's what we're seeing is that, um, you know, we're seeing direct communication to myself and also to the original poster of this content because I tag them. Roadwork NOLA will reach out directly to them and say, hey, this is part of this project. Its expected date is is so-and-so. Um, and so that is at least an incremental change from what was happening before. And this can be sort of a, a pervasive um, attitude in New Orleans as well. It's like, Welcome to New Orleans. Like, what do you want to do? That's just the way our streets are. If we accept it in that way, 
um, then of course nobody's going to fix it. But the, I would argue that the page is not accepting it. It's actively not accepting it. It's saying, here's all these things that need to be fixed. And not only here are these things, but we're going to bombard you with them every single day. I'm going to tag you every single day for three years now. In those three years, the Beards page has grown to the point that the content comes to him. He's not driving around the city hunting for viral videos. But once in a while, he likes to see the problems in person. So we are at Pine and Pritchard. We're looking at a, uh, a sinkhole here that's formed. The interesting part about this particular sinkhole is that it's a newly paved street. So there's fresh asphalt here. And this uh, was posted a few days ago. And it's cool for me to see it in person because, you know, there's only so much context you can gather from photos, even though I try, it's nice to have different angles of photos. But uh, you can see that this road was recently replaced. It probably torn up and the curbs are all new. Uh, people's driveways are covered. It looks like there's some new side, some aprons that have been poured, maybe some new sidewalk sections that have been poured. And so when I posted this one, uh, you know, this is the type of thing you see when there's an, a subterranean leak, a pipe leak, uh, of which there are plenty in the city. Uh, oftentimes you'll see them like near a manhole cover, but this one is just sort of in the street. And what's interesting about this is that, oh, well, number one, there's a syringe in the hole. Uh, and number two, road work, NOLA, Department of Public Works, just commented... Uh, at look at this fucking street. This segment was paved in an effort to ease the carpool traffic near Dominican School. Since then, the condition of a damaged underground sewer pipe has worsened and caused a depression in the street. We've confirmed a sewer point repair is required. It is currently scheduled for mid-September, weather permitting. So, mid-September. Mid-September, this hole is gonna be there uh, until then and will probably continue to worsen. The, the frustrating part to, to me, maybe, you know, this, so this was paved asphalt to ease the, uh, the congestion around the school, but knowing that we're probably gonna have to tear this back up and replace it, especially now. So all of this was wasted taxpayer dollars. Whether in real life or through the page, the Beard has gained a lot of perspective on what certain neighborhoods in New Orleans are seeing on a daily basis. New Orleans East is really bad. You know, I imagine there's a lot of reasons for that, maybe some geological, maybe a lot of uh, neglect as well. But um, yeah, it's, uh, it's interesting to see that it's not confined to any particular parts of the city because you know you hear a lot like oh that's the the city's a bull and the broadmoor is the worst and maybe that's where you would expect really bad subsidence to be or or something um but it's all over the place it's an old city there's unstable ground and there's uh maybe not a lot of resources to fix it all i mean a big ditch near the sinkhole i ran into barry he had to get his van fixed a couple of months ago after it ended up in a ditch. He was trying to drive around some road work. It said Jeanette and Belfast, on Belfast, right off the corner. And you were driving, what happened? I went, I went into the ditch. Like how deep was it? Uh, about two feet deep, foot and a half, yeah. How much damage to your van? He had to redo my whole front end, struts, uh, tie rides, the whole nine yards. 
Barry doesn't even live in New Orleans, but it goes to show that brittle infrastructure can have a deep and wide impact. They're not working on nothing, man. Nothing. What, where's your level of frustration with that? I live in Slidell, but every time I come in the city, I'm going into a pothole. So it, it's, um, my level is 10 and above, really. And it's, it's just, it's critical, it's ridiculous. You know, it, it makes no sense. You know, every street you go on in the city, it's torn apart. It sounds like the beard won't be running out of content anytime soon. In New Orleans, I'm Tan Trung for WWL Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.